One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to HIV Hope and Charity, a podcast series brought to you by TVPS, a charity that's been supporting people affected by HIV since 1985. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess and we work for TVPS and our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, look, the start of that will just be me going, <gasps> so shocked what's happening (laughs) why am I here right (laughs) shall we start yes begin okay (laughs) oh did you want me to (laughs) welcome everybody to HIV hope and charity um and actually there are a couple of things we need to talk about because normally we're saying this is an HIV heroes edition but there's a bit of a change isn't there that we're doing Sarah that is, yes. So this week we are shining a spotlight on some of the people that are helping to promote National HIV Testing Week in the UK. Yes, and that is this week. So as you know, it's Wednesday, it's it's the 9th today. It is part of National Testing Week and here we are. But kind of moving forward, we've had lots of people who really enjoy us explaining the history around HIV as well, haven't we? So as we move forward, we're we're going to be covering not just HIV heroes, but also some HIV history, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, because there are some moments in history which you can't pin down to one particular person but they still need to be talked about and and we still need to learn about them to broaden our knowledge of historical events yes so over the next few weeks we've got some really good episodes coming up Um, amazing and what did you ask me to do in preparation for it oh a jingle a new jingle oh yes have you done it well I mean I've written something you asked me to do it and I shall provide excellent Um, are you ready oh have you got it now look I've got my notes (laughs) Okay. I've done that on a thing. It's just to a tune that I've made up in my own head. Well, this could go either way, couldn't it? I mean, gracious. <laughs> HIV hero or history. <laughs> Every week we have to solve this mystery. An event or a person. Sarah will describe. If you like our podcast, you better subscribe. <laughs> if I haven't said it before, you've missed your calling in life on the big stage. 
you love it big stage is it called a big stage no it's big screen but anyway uh, yeah you're thinking big screen aren't you well I'm thinking big that's what I'm thinking for you and that's all I want that's all I want what 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 do you think do I mean it's good it's catchy is it going to be a cappella or are you going to yeah I think it's just going to be every yeah that's it we're just going to sing it every week we yeah because it's going to get stuck in your head I'm just not a singer that is not true I do you know what I'm going to sell Sarah out so hard here she used to um try and force me to do the harmonies to (laughs) the mamas and the papas um California dreaming in the office come on Jess do the harmony so I know you like a little bit of singing yes I do like a bit of singing in the office I think it lightens the mood sometimes and I we harmonize very well I just don't think the world is ready to hear it I'm not sure the world was ready for that jingle but I'm just going to keep pushing forward so no judgment everyone remember hashtag be kind (laughs) I'm doing my best here doing my best with what I've got Should we talk about National Testing Week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so National HIV Testing Week is all about encouraging people to test for HIV. It's headed up by THT, but HIV organisations all over the country are involved to promote testing in their local area. THT run a postal testing service in the run-up and during testing week. It's free service and it enables people to test for HIV at home. Now, I know some areas run similar schemes throughout the year, but not everywhere. It's a bit of a postcode lottery, actually, isn't it? A hundred percent is a postcode lottery. I think that's what's difficult as well, because I don't think everyone always understands that just because something's available in one area, it's like, well, why isn't it? And actually, it's because your local authority hasn't commissioned it. If that's not free, and that's literally the beginning and the end of it, isn't it? It's not because organisations such as us or THT are mean or anything like that for not providing that. It's that each local authority can choose which service they pay for, what they commission. So some do have postal testing, HIV testing all throughout the year. And as you say, Sarah, others don't. That's why I love testing week, though. They open up free postal testing to everybody. Yeah. And that can be the prompt that people need to test. So it's a great, great initiative. It's happening at the moment. Um, Now, we said we're going to shine a spotlight on some of the people involved in the campaign. Let's start with one of my favourite celebs. Dr. Ranch. Oh, remember when you met him? Yes, oh. I do remember. He Where was we? so nice. We were at the Sexual Health Awards, weren't we? Do you know, yes, that was the that was the evening I realised I had grown up because the cast of Hollyoaks were there, weren't they? Wasn't interested in them. Very interested in Dr. Ranch. What a lovely, polite man. Really kind, patient. <laughs> For me, just hovering around him. Waiting to pounce to ask. We'll share the photo. We got a really nice photo of Sarah with Dr. Ange. Actually, she was genuinely so excited to uh, to meet him. I really was. I mean, I looked at Wikipedia for him. Wikipedia says he's best known for appearing in Strictly Come Dancing. That is absolutely not what he is best known for. If uh, any parents are listening and you had young children around 2012-ish, then you will remember him from the CBeebies programme, Get Well Soon. Alternative to the daily challenges faced by Postman Pat and Fireman Sam, which is what I used to have to watch. Now, I know that you probably don't watch those programmes, but I need to get this off my chest and other parents listening will completely understand. Postman Pat is one of the most irritating programmes on TV. In fact, the postal service of Greendale would have been greatly improved if they'd just moved Postman Pat to an admin role. He had every resource available to him, Jess. He had a helicopter to deliver the post and he still managed to cock up every single delivery. Is that the premise of Postman Pat? Because I haven't watched it since I was young. Oh, yes. Is the premise just that he's rubbish? Yeah. So his job is simply to deliver post. But every mishap 
happens to him along the way. It doesn't matter whether he uses his boat, his helicopter, his van. And it's just so frustrating because anyone can see that the root cause of all his issues is him and his incompetence. I feel I might have flipped into this a bit too deeply. So I used to have to watch it every day because my boys loved it. And I used to think, oh, come on, Pat. You can just, it's... (laughs) not difficult you just have to deliver this letter from a to b so dr Brange was your respite afterwards yes because you know he's a real doctor he's talking about real life illnesses in a in a child-friendly way he's not kind of scaring them and it's informative so i found it interesting whereas postman pat no and fireman sam i mean he wasn't much better i mean it's unrealistic i'm gonna (laughs) stop you there you're like these children's programs so unrealistic oh god like we don't want them to be we're not looking for gritty reality in a time when there are many funding cuts is it realistic to portray a village like Pontypandy, where fireman sam is based as having a fully operational 24 hour a day fire service no of course it's not they're more vehicles than staff to tackle the fires goodness you've been holding on to some rage I really have. When I started feeling like that, I realised it was time to come back to work and come off maternity leave. Well, I have to say, I didn't know Dr. Rand from that. So when you met him, I didn't know who he was. When I took a photo of you with him, I, I was unaware of who he was. And we put the photo up and one of my friends who had young children at the time had said to me, oh, wow, Dr. Rand. And so actually for me, was it Strictly? Yeah, maybe Strictly, but also I feel like he was on one of those clinic programmes as well. I mean, he's done so much. Ooh, I, don't, I know he's on This Morning, so he's a regular yeah. on This Morning. And he did a test, um, he did an HIV test on This Morning, didn't yes. he? Yeah. Yes, he did. It's very relatable, I think, for a lot of people. And you're right, When I'm, that was my moment in the playground, day after the Sexual Health Awards or the, the next week, whenever it was, in the playground. And you know what, mums are like, oh, did you get up too much? And I was like, oh. Met Dr. Ange and that was it. Everyone's like, oh, really? Yes. Oh, wait, do you know yes, what I mentioned? Because we're terrible at blowing our own trumpet. Well, people might say, no, you're not at all. All you guys do is talk about yourselves. <laughs> but they're not the same thing. I feel like we put ourselves down a lot, but we should talk about why we're actually at the Sexual Health Awards. Oh, because we've been nominated for an award for our testing project. Yeah. Yeah, we were shortlisted for an award all around our really innovative HIV testing project. And I know we've mentioned it before in this podcast but just in a nutshell it was it's innovative because of the venues we use um like private rooms in supermarkets private rooms in libraries everyday venues that you could go to people that didn't feel comfortable enough to go to a sexual health clinic we were sort of catching people like that weren't we so that that was what it was I just wanted to mention that quickly yeah no that's a good point yeah we weren't just there we weren't just hangers on we were nominees we weren't in the crowd it wasn't like smash hits I don't know you know the crowd where they used to oh you always want to go to that the smash hits like um, pole winners party. Or oh, showing your age now. Do they still do smash hits? No. Oh, no, they do like, um, don't they do some ball from Capital FM now? But it's kind of similar. Oh, the Jingle Bell ball. I think that's a similar thing, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Let's move away from uh, youth, youth, youth programmes. Yeah, no it's idea. Not our forte. Not anymore. <laughs> that's testing week. Yes. Okay. So on the it starts with me website. So it starts with me. It's the overarching campaign website for Testing Week, and Dr. Ange is on there, and he's saying why he got involved in this year's campaign. So he says, you know, I'm a gay man from an ethnic minority. I represent both groups that are drastically affected by HIV in the UK. From an ethnic minority perspective, we are less likely to come forward to get tested. Even talking about sexual health in general is something many just don't do. 
Sadly, because talking about sex is still a taboo in many communities, many are still very reluctant to get tested and or get on treatment. And he goes on to say, it's great to know I'm now in the position where I can utilise my platform to help educate people on the importance of getting tested and knowing your status. Oh, do you want to know a fun fact about Dr. Ange? Okay, yes, go. He took his first GCSE at the age of eight. That fun fact is from Wikipedia. He's very clever then, isn't he? supremely clever and nice yeah oh wow okay now I love that he's involved in it because I think he's a really on all the posters because you'll probably have seen lots of the pictures with people holding their finger up saying give HIV the finger like you say we're covering some of the people that are involved in that campaign that you will see on the posters and on the adverts around her and I think it's really good that he uses his platform to raise awareness around HIV testing and encourage people to test I think it's really important Yeah, I mean, he could use that platform to raise awareness about many issues. And he does cover some issues as well, but predominantly it's HIV. And, and, you know, that's that's great for us and great for the kind of public, really. I think he I just think he's really relatable. He's right. We know an awful lot of people are really reluctant to test for many, many different reasons. But we should reassure you that ordering one of the tests, the postal tests that are free at the moment, and we will put the link alongside the podcast. You guys can order one. It's open for a couple more weeks, even after testing week. It's really discreet. It's not going to say on the outside what it is it's just gonna look like anything so it just goes straight through your letterbox um so it's, it's a nice discreet way of testing right let's look at someone else shall we so we have a lady called dorcas guata now she lost three brothers to aids and she remembers the virus spreading in southern africa in the 1980s and we've not really looked at the early days of the virus uh in other countries apart from america actually but of course i mean it was worldwide it was affecting communities all over the place harks back to the history that might be coming up Yes. Oh, yes. This is, yes, we could look at this in the future, definitely. Mm. Now, Dorcas, she was interviewed in 2017 in the Metro. So she's been involved with um, Testing Week for quite a few years. And she's talking about how her country was effective. So she was saying, you know, collectively, we became familiar with loss, grief, orphan children and grandmothers burdened with the care of the ill and having to look after the grandchildren as well. So it wasn't you know, a tough time. She also said there was a lot of conspiracy around back in the early days of HIV, like there was in the UK. Nobody was really understanding what was going on. And this was all at a time when her country was thriving. So she was from Zimbabwe and that it was thriving at the time. Now, her twin brother died of AIDS in Africa in 2014. And she says, you know, possibly if he'd been in the UK, he may have been he may have survived because medication is more readily available over here. She works in public health and her mission is to encourage more people to test. But she knows that public health messages like that have to be relatable, as we were saying. And so she does that by sharing her own story of how she's been affected by HIV. And she's right. Public health messages, sometimes they can be a bit preachy, can't they? But she's saying, look, this is how it's affected me. And that's why I want to help you. Great message. And she is, you know, she's very passionate. She's passionate about her home country. She's very passionate about empowering women in particular. The campaign posters, she's on one of the posters and the clothes she's wearing were designed by a Zimbabwean designer. And the hair wrap was made by a female Zimbabwean HIV activist. How amazing to know that. I know. So she's supporting and promoting her own country. And that 
probably makes her even more relatable to the community that she's kind of targeting because she's saying, look, I'm just like you. Yeah, and I'm sharing my personal story. I do find that so much more relatable. I do, I do as well. And fair play to her for approaching it in that way. I wish more people did, actually. I'm not saying everyone should share their innermost secrets. But sometimes it's really helpful to hear, isn't it, that people who are portraying the messages totally understand where you're coming from. And it must be very liberating for her to stand up and be like, right, she's going to be really open and just talk about my life and how HIV has affected me and my family. I'm I'm in awe of people who are able to be so open. Yes, I am too, definitely. Uh, Another person involved in the campaign is a lady called Sarah Melindwa. She's a sexual health nurse. She's appeared in E4's The Sex Clinic. She's very keen for people to test early. She's saying, and this I think is a very powerful statement. She says, look, not testing is not going to stop you from being HIV positive. That's so true. I do think, especially we've seen a lot of people who don't want to test or they'll make an appointment, feel better because they've made the appointment, but never turn up to the appointment. And it's like, but you still haven't tested. Or if they've tested within the window period and we've made it clear that actually, so there's a 12 week window period with HIV where um, there may not be enough HIV antibodies for a test to pick it up yet. So you'd need to test outside of that 12 week window from the point of possible exposure we might have someone that said, I was at risk on the weekend and now it's Monday and I've tested. And we'll say, right, well, let's test you just to see where your status is at now, because if you haven't tested in a long time and then we'll book you in for after the window period and they'll never come back because mm-hmm. they had a negative and that, but yeah, that was a negative. It was a no. But that's such a that's such a powerful statement and so true. It's it's really true for so many health issues. And, you know, it's a really good reminder, isn't it, that worrying about something, it's not going to change the outcome. And as she goes on to say, she says, so not testing is not going to stop you from being positive. All you're doing is delaying treatment. And that's kind of the worst thing that you can do. In 2020, because obviously our stats kind of run a year and a bit behind, don't they? So in 2020, 42% of people first diagnosed in England were diagnosed late. 42%. That is a lot. A lot. Yeah. This correlates to poorer long-term health outcomes. And in 2019, people diagnosed late have more than a seven-fold increased risk of death within a year of diagnosis. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use what she says for all areas of my life. I I would actually love us to put that on, uh, to have it on on a quote in our centre, because it's just such a perfect way of summarising it. It isn't going to change whether you're positive or not. Mm. I know it's going to change whether you know it or not, but it's not going to change whether you're positive or not. No, she's a clever lady, isn't she? We also have another person involved, someone called Austin Armacos. I know Austin from Big Brother. Yes, that's right. He was in, he was the runner up in the 2015 Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, he was great. I didn't watch it, so I have no idea. What's, is he kind of outgoing, personable? What was Yeah, 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 both. Both very outgoing, personable, kind, just very charismatic, I would say. Okay, okay. So that, well, it makes sense because he was the runner-up. So the public obviously loved him. Well done him. Now, he was speaking in an article with Boys Magazine about why he's involved in the campaign. And he's saying, you know, he grew up in the 80s, so he wasn't really clued up on anything to do with HIV. His, H, his perception of HIV 
is completely different now to how it was back then. So he says, growing up in southern Indiana, I learned from a very young age due to the scaremongering AIDS ads, oh, we've talked about those before, that the gay community was harder hit than other communities by AIDS. So back in the 80s, around the time of the AIDS epidemic, the media would often portray AIDS as a gay man's virus. And that intensified my fear of HIV. So this was at a time when I didn't know the difference between them both. Obviously, things have moved on since then, which they have. We know they have, although the stigma is still out there. And he also talks about getting tested. So he said, look, getting tested, it's very nerve wracking at first, but fear is not a valid reason for you not to get tested and to be healthy. The only thing that can stop that fear of the unknown is getting tested, knowing your status and moving forward with whatever the outcome is. They're all smashing out the part with their quotes. Well, they are. They're spokespeople. This is why. They're brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) definitely and each kind of they've each got a slightly different kind of point of view haven't they and um kind of different reasons either why they get tested or why they want people to get tested but it all comes from the heart you know these are people who really want to help and support their communities and i think that comes across really strongly in the whole campaign they all have a different point of view and some really i just love their quotes i just want us to put all their quotes up in our center yes oh we should do definitely And I think, you know, it's probably worth us pointing out at this point that being fearful of getting tested is completely normal, isn't it? A hundred percent. So we obviously have to practice and test each other because we provide testing and we train people and things like that. I still get nervous. You you can't help it. It's just something within you. It's like anything. It's like going, right? This is what I'm going to equate it to in some ways. It's like going to the airport and going through customs. I'm nervous, but I don't have, there's nothing on me. But you know, when you just get that funny, you can't help it. Fear isn't a, a reason not to test. It isn't, but I completely understand why people are worried and why sometimes, you know, that fear kind of overcomes you and then it becomes a barrier to you testing. I don't know if it's reassuring to know that lots of people feel like that. I feel when you're in that moment, possibly not. You're only concerned with yourself. Do you know what I would say, though? If people are listening to this and thinking that they'd like to test, but they're too scared, then I think that's okay Because the point of National HIV Testing Week is not to make people feel bad for not testing, because the fact they're even thinking about it is commendable. What Testing Week does is hopefully help people realise that everyone kind of involved in HIV care understands why they might feel apprehensive because they're experts, aren't they, at putting people at ease and ensuring they're well looked after. So I think maybe our message from today should be that we're rooting for whoever's listening who's thinking about testing because we know how hard it can be. So no matter how they choose to test, they should know that will be there for them. And should their test be positive, then they'll be joining an amazing group of people all connected to HIV, including some of the best medical and support care in the world. So I don't know if that would alleviate anybody's fears around testing, but if it does, great. Well said, Sarah. You're right. I think it's not about, yeah, it's not about making anyone feel bad. Oh, why haven't you? It's just saying, look, these days there are so many different ways to test. If it's about attending a sexual health clinic and just thinking about, we just want people to be healthy and know their status. As you say, whether you're positive or not, you know, if you are positive, it means you can move forward knowing your status get on medication, manage your health well, access support and being negative and knowing your status is also really good. But I think I just knowing your status is better than not knowing. It's very true because we've seen lots of people, haven't we, who've put off testing for so long 
Um, and then they, they make it through the door and they're shaking and they're clearly very frightened. And then they get the result and it's negative and they're and you can see the relief. And the first thing they all say is, oh, why did I leave it so long? But as you said, even if it's a positive result, there's so much support. And the, the sexual health clinics yeah. are amazing. The kindest group of people. And everybody's there to ensure that whoever's tested positive is really well cared for. We've talked a lot, haven't we, about the passion in our sector. And, and it's so true. They they will be well cared for and they will be looked after and they will be joining a family. They might not want to join, mm. but there's lots of support for them. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know if people are aware or not, but... Even if you're concerned that, oh, right, well, as soon as I start going to a sexual health clinic, if I'm positive, they're going to tell my GP. Of course, it would be good for your GP to know in terms of managing your overall health, but your GP doesn't have to know. The medical records aren't linked, are they? So you don't have to tell your GP if it's a family friend or something like that. So if that's another barrier, I just wanted to mention that, that if that's a barrier to you testing that you're concerned what would happen, the sexual health records are separate to the rest of the NHS. So that's one fear that you wouldn't have to have. Mm, Definitely. So, I mean, for me, that concludes our HIV Testing Week podcast episode. I loved it. Thank you very much. It's actually really nice to hear a bit more about some of the people. And we should say there are so many more people involved in the campaign. So many that we were like, how how would we cover all of this in like a 20-minute podcast? I'm not sure. So well done on picking just a few and uh, just giving us a little update about them you're welcome that was a long <laughs> pause there wasn't it she was just nodding at me across the yeah, I know I just realized that people can't hear me nodding but I was agreeing with you but I just completely switched off I'm like my bit's done yeah it's over now I'm asleep <laughs> what well I cannot wait to see you for our next podcast I know it's gonna be awesome I actually know what the next one is I don't know any of the details about it I only know the title I'm not <gasps> gonna I'm not gonna do a spoiler but it's a good one it is a good one yes even though I say so myself can't wait to sing the um, jingle to you again oh and I can't wait to hear it (laughs) right enjoy the rest of testing week and anyone listening please go and follow the link and order yourself a postal test if you so wish thank you for listening to HIV Hope and Charity if you'd like to know more about the work that we do visit tvps.org.uk And please like, subscribe and rate the podcast if you enjoyed it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.